Hello, this is Jessica Brown from the DEI Perspective, and I have with me Mr. Josh Chapman. Josh brings a strong passion for his community, as well as 10 years of nonprofit experience. Josh says, it is truly an honor to have the opportunity to give back to my community, especially as part of the foundation. Um, Josh comes to us uh, from the YMCA, the Blue Water area, before moving to Texas. During his time in Texas, Chapman was the CEO of the Boys and Girls Club of Cookie County. While there, he was able to gain the confidence of local leaders and board members with implementing strong programs. Chapman is also busy trying to find ways to give back to his community, but when he does have free time, he enjoys reading, keeping busy with competry, chasing his three beautiful children, um, and having time with his wonderful fiance Judy and their three beautiful children, Ivory, Apollo, and Quentin. Josh is always busy, and he holds a bachelor's degree from Central Michigan University. He returned to the region in early 2021 to become the CEO of the YMCA. More importantly, Josh is also an SC4 alumni. Welcome, Josh. Welcome. Thank you. Thank it, you. It is such an honor and great to have you today. And in honor of our Multicultural Awareness Month, we are talking about bridging the gap with the next generation. And Josh, I'm just going to dive right in as a minority male in this society, you know, kind of share with us your history growing up in school and just uh, some of your personal family history and how it has impacted your life. Yeah. So but before we get going, I'd, mm-hmm. I'd like to say bridging the gap for the next generation. I don't consider myself that old, <laughs> so I'm not sure I like the, the verbiage there. Right. Uh, I, I consider myself a relatively young man still. <laughs> Uh, but growing up, um, you know, my, my story is simple. In school, I was uh, never referred to as an overachiever. Uh, knucklehead uh, was a nice way to put it. Um, you know, school just wasn't, I didn't flourish. It wasn't my setting. It wasn't, um, you know, it just, it just wasn't me. Um, so I made it through. I, I was able to uh, get kicked out with a, with a degree or, or a diploma on the last day. So that was my, kind of my mission. And, um, you know, my focus really was uh, just working. So I worked in high school. I worked uh, post high school. But, you know, education, I was blessed. Education was always an important thing um, to me. It was a it was a pillar. Uh, so my grandfather, he dropped out of um, um, high school in his freshman year. So um, his stepfather had passed away during the war and he needed to work. And so back in those days, you know, life was a little different. And so he dropped out. Um, but he actually returned um, to school and went to SC4 and wow. graduated SC4. Um, he had six kids total. And so he had six kids going to SC4, working during the day, eventually graduated from Michigan State. And he would tell me about the stories and his experiences, um, you know, in the early 60s going to, to Michigan State, right? So you add all of those complexities and then top that with – um, some of the, the civic and, and social issues that were going on, right? Yeah. So, you know, even without telling me, you know, you're going to school, it was uh, <laughs> the, the importance in education was always there. And then my mom, a single mom, she would drive about two hours away to go to school and me and my, my brother were wow. kids. So she'd work all day and take us to school every morning and come pick us up from daycare. We'd hop on the highway. We'd go to school and, you know, get McDonald's for dinner on those days. And we'd sit in the <laughs> McDonald's parking lot as she was studying. 
and I, I, as I look at it now and, and, and cry about how busy I am and about how crazy life is, I could not imagine driving to East Lansing with my three little hellions and, oh, wow. uh, and getting yeah. that done, right? <laughs> so they didn't have to contend with email, though. So I, I think that it's a little different, <laughs> right. right? Wow, that's, that's awesome. And obviously, your family was pretty influential into your life, even with those challenges that we may define as like a lot to carry they use those areas, your mom used those areas to actually bring you along, um, along her own journey too. And I think as a society, uh, when we talk about, we're focusing on um, males, minority males, and what that means for our society. And there's so many different barriers that we look through to make sure that they are successful. What do you feel has been your role in mentoring young men? Because that is truly important when we talk about young, specifically minority males, males in general, but that that impact, that role model, that family circle, what does that look like for mentoring? Yeah, I, I think, the, the as the kids say, um, keeping it real. Yeah. Right. So I, I, I really don't take a, um, a position of judgment. I don't yeah. take um, a position of speaking from authority, mm -hmm. right? Everyone, you got to meet folks where they're at. And to some, the, the thought of, you know, receiving advanced education or completing their high school diploma, um, you know, there, if there's anxiety there, it's, it's really getting to the root of what is it? Mm -hmm. um, have you ever been on to a college campus? Right. right? You know, we think of SC4 as a local um, community college and it serves our region. But if, if you're already intimidated to be put smack mm -hmm. dab in the middle of this campus, it would be quite scary. This is probably the largest campus in our it's in true. our community, right? Mm -hmm. And I mean that retail, manufacturing, whatever the case may be, to walk end to end. So, um, you know, I had to blow off the dust in my brain when they, we said, hey, we're going to go to the Fab 22. I'm like, what is the Fab 22? Is that like right. a, a basketball thing? I thought it was a Fab 5, right? And so, you know, to, to, to just navigate the nomenclature, the processes on filing a FAFSA and going to see an academic advisor and, and, and you know, there, there's a lot of, of steps in the process. So, I'm really trying to, you know, meet kids where they're at, meet young people where they're at, um, build that relationship, not come from a, you know, holier than thou, if you will, kind of perspective right. and just say, hey, man, let's sit down, let's figure this out. Um, is it a confidence issue? And, and I think one of the things that we're really focusing on, you know, as I alluded to earlier, um, setting the expectation at a very young age that right. kids are going to. Um, do something productive and successful in their life, right? So waiting till a, a young person, a young man is in high school to start talking about college, it's too late. We need to start having that expectation when we're at our elementary after school program. Exactly. When we're talking in the gym um, and asking that question, hey, where are you going to go to college? What do you, you know, what do you want to do when you grow up? And really start to lay the, the foundation and the framework of, of post high school success. Um, and, and again, being honest, this is a whole new world. You know, if, if kids ask me stuff and trust me, they ask me some pretty crazy <laughs> things. Um, if I lie to them, they can they can go and Google <laughs> fact check me pretty quick. And they're exposed to TikTok and Snapchat mm -hmm. and, and all of these social tools that that share information in real time and and, and, and in a way that we, we've never seen, frankly, um, in our existence. So it's it's being honest. It's it's keeping it real. Like I said, uh, meeting kids where they're at and and hopefully um, setting a good example and and saying hey you know I kind of do things my way I'm not the prototypical guy right mm -hmm. I got a, a scruffy beard and dreadlocks and 
Um, you know, I'm a CEO, but <laughs> I played golf twice in my life. You know, if you ask me about boating, I couldn't tell you about it, right? That's not my gig, you know, but I'll, I'll beat you on a one-on-one game of basketball any day. And that's okay. That's who I am, and, and, and I embrace that. And so there is uh, more than one way to, to be who you are and be successful and achieve the things that you want to achieve in life. Uh, I love the fact that you mentioned about um, being going to where they are or being there um, because yeah. a lot of younger generation, as you have said, you're not that old. You're part of the new generation. Thank I, you. Thank I, you. My age is, <laughs> I might be a little older than you, not by much. But anyway, it, when we're talking about bridging that gap and like you mentioned, the college experience for even young younger learners yeah starting off young and at that college age, uh, when we talk about diversifying, specifically at our college, we want to diversify, not just ethnicity, but we want to bring all different perspectives to our campus, fresh ideas. But as a minority, and we're focusing on the diversity of ethnicity because we do want to see each other in successful positions as a male, what do you think are the challenges in our society that we have to overcome? Like you said, keeping it real, understanding that you can be that person and you can be that brand for all, but what are the real challenges that they face? Yeah. So, you know, that's a, that's a really great question. Kind of to deconstruct it. I think, you know, the, the first piece is, you know, there, this, this idea of diversity is kind of the du jour topic. Correct. Um, and I think everyone or, or everyone speaks of diversity, but then when you get diverse thoughts or diverse opinions or diverse perspectives, then that really puts the rubber to the road. And, and it's, it, well, with diversity comes diversity. So, you know, I think just accepting and embracing that and maybe getting back to the idea that, you know, we can have differing opinions and we can have differing thoughts and we can have differing perspectives and that's okay. It's kind of one of the unique things that make the, the, the place that we live, the place that we live. So I think really accepting that and, and really having safe, open conversations, really creating an environment. I, I think that we, we seem to be losing that more and more for, you know, a, a multitude of reasons. Everything today seems to have a center divide and you're on yes. this side or that side. And far stretching the political spectrum, but it, it seems everything is just so hyper, um, hyper you know, combative, you know, yes. if you like this, then you hate that. Or if you feel this way, then you um, disagree with that. And and I think, you know, our opportunity, uh, the opportunity that we have as a, as a community is really listening, mm-hmm. you know, listen, we, you don't have to agree on everything, but I think if, if we can just listen to each other and, and, and ask ourselves, um, you know, to, to try that, reflect, on, on what we hear, um, you know, I think that would take us a long way. It, um, it, you know, you hear a lot of things and you, well, why doesn't everybody just do this? Well, there's a reason that that's not happening and, and maybe it doesn't fit your narrative of why, Correct. but listen. And so I think just listening and, and, and putting down some of the, the, the challenges that we have or the, the, this side versus that side could take us a really long way. Yeah, it sure can. And it goes back to even shaping our children. And I had that question for you in regards to how does it shape our children. But you mentioning about 
it starts when they're young. They are sponges, and mm-hmm. we have an opportunity to talk about these differences, but that we can understand the differences, respect those differences, but stand firm on what you believe. And I think it'll take away, sometimes I get the question, does diversity really bring us together or divides us more? And I think as individuals, we are in control of that. Mm-hmm. We can allow it to bring us together more, or we can di- we can allow it to divide us. That's, you know, that's a great point, I think. You know, you know think about that, that statement and, 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 and its being the fact does diversity bring us together or or kind of split us apart the how did we get there how could it how could we ever say that all of us working together and collectively reaching a goal and being a better society how how did that get spun to be something negative and and it's and i think that's that's our opportunity is to to really challenge that and when you hear the you know challenge pushback why would you think us working together is a bad thing how could that happen and just and then give folks the opportunity Mm -hmm. to think about it and say you know that doesn't make much sense right it's just it's diversity is a great thing and and i think you hit it on the head it's not um you know i think a lot of folks look at it black and white it's it's there's so many layers and and dimensions of diversity Correct. it's your socioeconomic status it's where you were born it's your culture it's your religion it's what you look like it's you know there's so many different components and you know collectively in in our country that's what makes us great is we have all those um we have the the diversity of thought the diversity of experience uh, the diversity of of self but collectively we're we're strong Right. And you share that testament of like, it didn't start off that way. You had to struggle through school, yeah. find uh, your way, you know, get knocked over your head yeah. by your mom, yeah, get it together, yeah. Josh. But, yeah, you know, SC4 <laughs> changed that. For, you know, I'll be honest, SC4 was the first place I ever flourished at school. Yeah, it was. I had a backwards hat on and I, I remember the Rick Ross CD that I was listening to or MP3. Well, you know, it's. Oh, you're starting to. Yeah, date. I was going to say go it was there. really a first generation <laughs> iPod. Um, but, you know, it was it was really the, you know, the first time that I could. It, none of that mattered. It was, you know, what what can you what can you put out? What is your thought process look like? What is your your ability to critically assess a topic and and, and, and think about the world in broader terms? So, Josh, what is your, if you could give any motivational advice to young males, young learners, even students overall, if they can't find their motivation to succeed because of these barriers or just society can be discouraging or misleading them down pathways that they don't need to go, what would be your last words for that? Yeah, I think it's... There's lots of articulate ways to say it and lots of, you know, cool memes on Facebook with awesome quotes. I don't think anything that I say will ever reach that status. Um, but I think don't give up. Don't be apologetic for where you want to be in any any concept in, in life that you envision for yourself. You can achieve it. Um, and, it and it's as simple as work hard. You know, don't you'll have the, the, the negativity in your life. You got to get the negativity out of your life. You got to get the, you know, this is going to sound a little harsh, but you got to get the losers out of your life. True. You know, the folks that are pulling you down or are not on the path that you're on, you've got to make a choice and um, eliminate that out of your life and, and reach out. There's a lot of phenomenal folks, especially in our community, um, that want all people, all young people to succeed and, um, you know, if you if you try and you reach out and, you know, you, you can get there and you'll you'll latch on to somebody. Right. Surround yourself with positive people. Mm-hmm. Surround yourself with folks that um, have the same goals and vision and, and don't give up. 
keep pushing. It, it takes scary situations. Um, you know, it takes scary things. When I transferred to Central, I drove up there by myself. I transferred in the winter semester. So I got to move in on Sunday. I knew no one. I had just the stuff that was in the back of the car. And there I was. And, you know, it was a lot of folks that didn't, you know, um, come from the same place that I came from. Um, they, you know, we didn't listen to the same music. We didn't like the same stuff. We didn't have the same experiences, but, you know, I knew the path that I wanted to be on and, um, you know, I just went with it and it's, it gets scary and it's hard. And, um, but if you work hard, um, good things will happen. It, it's, you know, you'll get some good luck and take advantage of the opportunity and just keep going. That's awesome, Josh. I Thank you so up, much. I should have looked up a, an inspiring quote that or something. That is inspiring, yeah, yeah, actually. Wow, yeah. it's, it's on that you're, same you're level. You're being nice because I'm here, and I appreciate that. No, but. we talk a lot. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't be saying it just to say it. Um, I think it's very inspirational. You keep it real, and I think that's what our generation needs. So thank you, Josh. It's been an honor to have you. And this has been the DEI Perspective, and we hope to have you back again. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you.